Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Real Good Show, episode 24, another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast, an episode that will be uh, appreciated as pesky in its time, but several years later we will come to see that this was a real piece of shit episode that we never should have endorsed in the first place. But in the meantime, we do endorse it, and here it is, episode 24. As always, Justin Morissette with you, and with me is... Stefan Hack. That was a Matt Cook. Reference, of course, just for our, our listeners. Who, and John looks like I did. Well, yeah, I'm John Cullen, and I also <laughs> you weren't sure about that one. Well, you just because you called the episode a piece of shit, but like before we're even doing well, it. Well, we appreciate it as pesky right now. Oh, I see. Yeah, but years, several years, years later. From now. Oh, yeah. several years from now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When we so played. if you're listening to this in 2019, yeah, we'll have washed our first hands of all. Of go fuck one. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We decided any future listeners. Yeah, that, if you're not them. on board in the calendar year 2015, <laughs> we're done with you. <laughs> That's what that's what because you know how like people name their fans like maybe we'll just name our fans like the 15ers yeah and it'll be like just the people that got on board in 2015 and I, like, I like real good nicks <laughs> oh good nicks is yeah great. good yeah. nicks is a good one yeah, yeah. real good nicks yeah. yeah that's better than real gooders which is what I <laughs> <laughs> real gooders yeah that, yeah that's good too I don't know real good Joe blows well let us know yeah. what you, what you think. Are yeah, our real good Joes. Yeah, real good Joes is pretty good. Yeah. That works too. It's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. We've got uh yeah, any of those is fine. I don't really care. I'm just basically saying like like I want people to listen to this in the future, but I also want the people who got on board early to feel special. We're yeah, just I mean, jealous <laughs> of you being in the future also. Like I wish I could be in the future right now. I wish it was Christmas right now. Yeah, that's what I yeah, just yeah. like eight days in the future. Yeah. Where I'm just like posted up at my parents' house in a in a bed of gifts. Yeah. Drink coffee. I also realized today that our Christmas episode is going <laughs> to be... naked around your parents? No, bacon. Eating oh, bacon. bacon. Oh, eating bacon. I thought you said laying naked. <laughs> and I was like, well, you guys got a weird Christmas well, over I'll, at the I'll heck be, house I'm in pajamas. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking coffee. Being naked. Being naked. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> it's tradition, man. Fuck. Uh, I was going to say, though, I realized today that our Christmas episode is going to be episode 25. So that's oh, very Oh, fitting. whoa. Yeah. We didn't we, even do that on uh, purpose. We planned that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. Sorry, we planned that. I purposely 100%. stepped the show up to weekly at the exact right moment <laughs> for 25 to fall during the week of Christmas. No, yeah. I didn't. Not at all. Not even Well, close. and I purposely got the Just for Laughs Festival this year, so we so missed we one could, episode in the yeah, summer exactly. so that we... Yeah, no, it was it was it was perfect. Yeah, no, everything worked out very serendipitously. And I'm excited for our Christmas episode. I, mean, I am. It'll be fun. I think it's me a lot of reminiscing about. Or I, I don't know. Are we gonna reminisce the Christmas episode or like the end of year episode? I guess we still would have another. episode We'll still have time to New do. Year's. Yeah. So we'll we'll confer on that. Yeah. But, uh, this might be, be a Christmas themed episode. Yeah, we'll give out some year end awards. I'm sure to things yeah. that happened over the. I course thought you of said year end awards. Okay, so maybe <laughs> let's say maybe we can get our listeners involved in this. You guys see if you agree with this, but I th- I think we do the twelve segments of Christmas. And they can just make up a segment, and then we have to do it. Yeah, I like that. So send us in uh, a segment on Twitter or 
at realgoodpod at gmail.com. And uh, we will, yeah, we'll pick our 12 most favorite segments. You have, we'll you have a pretty good chance, I think, of getting your segment on the air. Because if we get 12 segments submitted, I'm going to be pretty happy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, considering we're trying to give away this Beer Salona FC jersey and have not had a single entrance. Well, really. I think we need to, like, tweet that out, I realized. Because, okay. like, it's the type of thing that maybe you'll kind of gloss over. It's not like they're going to write it down at the time and be yeah. like, oh, yeah, there's this contest. Yeah, so. if you just write a promotional tweet... Uh, that gets like retweeted yeah. or even faved, really. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll take faves as uh, a half point yeah. and retweets as a full point. Whoever gets sure. the most points on a tweet that we are tagged in uh, that is that, promoting, promoting the show us. or slandering yeah. the show, whatever you choose to do. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, we'll win this Beer Salona FC jersey, which we uh, we really do want to give it away. So if somebody wants to uh, <laughs> pretend that they are on Stefan's uh, recreational soccer team, you are more than welcome to enter that contest. And uh, I guess we can go from there into uh, the part where we thank our listeners for supporting the program. Okay. I guess we there's can other ways I mean, we can support the program other than just writing about the show on Twitter to uh, try and win this Beer Salona FC jersey. Yeah. Or send us a segment. Yeah, you can also head on over to the iTunes store and write a review yeah. for a segment that we call Review Review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Five stars. This is awesome. The worst episode ever. Our review of the week this week comes from Real Good Joe. Wow, yeah. So he's already on, on board. Yeah, with the he's nickname. that's yeah. the name he's going to go with, yeah. I guess, for our fans. Indeed. Real Good Joes. He writes, "This show is real good. Real good show." Five stars. Perfect. It's nice and simple. And yeah. That's the thing. You don't really. You don't have to get complicated. No. We're not asking you to write an essay. You just got to go on iTunes, uh, which again, click the white music note button. Go on to search. <laughs> Throw your laptop in the garbage if it's still blue. Yep. There's absolutely. no saving you. Yeah, you're done. You're finished. <laughs> and um, yeah, just uh, write write a review of Real Good Show. Five stars. And, um, and I, I know yeah. I know some oh, people, and slander cereal. Some people occasionally complain that uh, the music is too long, like our bumpers are too long. No offense to Yerky Twenty One for doing the the hard work on those things. Um, I will say, in this case, they might have a point because the music was longer than the review itself. <laughs> That's okay, though. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, it's like a good bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a like, good. Oh song wow, the the music is longer than the, you know. Than the, than, the, than the review. We also have a, a new donor to thank this week. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we, we, don't, we have a donor song. We don't have a donor. No, no but we don't. it could just be us singing Thank You by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> thank you, Patreon. Thank, thank you, you, Bish Newby. Thank, thank you, thank you for money. Yeah, see? <laughs> just like that. I, I, If I'm not mistaken, this is the second time we've sung Thank You by Alanis Morissette on this podcast. I think it is. I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think we have sung it before. I don't know why, but... Let me just check. I've probably written it down. So. <laughs> <laughs> on your kill list? Yeah. <laughs> recent donor, however, is uh, Bishnu B on Twitter. Uh, Bishnu Bhattacharya, which I think is the name. I may have well, mispronounced that. But probably if, you if I did, Bishnu, my apologies. We do appreciate. <laughs> we appreciate your patronage. I got there. It took me a while, yeah, but thank I got you, there. Uh, yeah. We're very appreciative of that, and of course, uh, to all of our donors. Really, a very, uh, a very godly donation from Bishnu. We uh, that was a saying, joke because Bishnu is one letter from Vishnu. Anyway, uh, it's cool. Okay. Well, <laughs> we were saying last week. <laughs> 
<laughs> that uh, it's the giving season, of course, and we would very much appreciate uh, anyone who wants to give to the show over the holiday season. But I failed to mention that we already do so deeply appreciate all of our uh, people who who donate already. And yeah, uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we'll we thank do. you You're again right. by name at the end of the year for all that you did to make the show possible. Yeah, and we're going to be year. working on T-shirts like this next week. So yeah, those will go out to our twenty. Those will go out to our twenty-dollar donors and soon. And fifteen-dollar donors too. I believe. Oh, and fifteen-dollar donors. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, yeah. that's a really good deal. Yeah. So, um. So yeah, that's. Per- I like that. That's yeah. great. We're meeting with the T-shirt lady in the in the next week or so. Yeah, that'll so, be great. What do you suppose our uh, current donor's favorite chess piece is? Uh, I'm not sure. Bishop. Oh, that's, <laughs> this is, that's good. Is some of your worst. <laughs> some of your absolute. I worst. think it's great. I, I just, mean, it's not my fault that you guys are so uncultured I, that you didn't get the Bishnu Vishnu reference. I mean, I did. I, I got it. I thought it was a little. Uh, I don't know, racist? Or, was it racist? How is that racist? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. That's couldn't even be more remotely. That'd be like saying Todd and God is somehow racist well, to whites. Well, it sort of is. Uh, like how Ned Flanders, Todd's. how yeah. Ned Flanders, all of his family well, yeah. is Todd and Rod and Maud. Yeah, yeah. Word, oh, I didn't realize away. Maud. Yeah, really? No, I, I just made that connection now. Yeah. Well, she's well, it's not pronounced she's Maudy. Dead, yeah. No, I know that, but because okay. you always hear Rod and Todd, yeah. you don't hear Rod, Todd, and Maud. You hear Ned and Maud. And yeah. I could, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, as a passionate fan, I thought you would have. Uh, no, that I, together I just no. Wow, it's a big head. day for you. I know. Yeah, yeah I, so I need to go lie down. A big moment of realization. So yeah, if you would like to donate show, to the show, you can head on over to www.patreon.com slash realgoodshow, and those rewards will look a lot better in the next couple of weeks when we actually do finally have those t-shirts to send out. Hell yeah. And um, if you uh, are, are afraid of that, you can also e-transfer us money. Yeah. At realgoodpod at gmail.com. That but, makes me feel like I'm begging you. Just support the show yeah, if you enjoy it. If you, you want know to just I mean? give us some cash, just mail us some cash. Yeah, that's good too. Or we'll accept a, an in-person drop-off yep. as well uh, if you're in the Vancouver or surrounding you can area. just leave it in an envelope in like a park or something. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I'll go get it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Stefan's around most of the time. Yeah. There's probably going to be a bag of cat food outside the door by the time this episode is over. <laughs> Whatever Speaking we can drop-offs, sell. drop-offs, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, Carrie's coming by just to leave a bag of cat food Oh, I thought that was like a... I, was, I thought that was like a very specific yeah, joke. So did I. And, no, I, really and I did not get it at all. I was kind all. of just going along with it. Yeah. No, I just like, oh, yeah, to know. Cat food, Justin. <laughs> I just thought it's important for you to know that when it's time for us to go uh, and have a sweet game tonight at John's this evening, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. Yeah, the RGS Christmas uh, party. <laughs> there's going to be <laughs> a bag of cat food out there. That's for me. Perfect. Uh, but the money that you send in is for all of us, and it also helps cover the costs of the program, all that good stuff. But we will uh, get back to the program that you actually do enjoy. You can send in cat food, too. And not just yeah, we'll sell the cat food. It, uh, speaking of that, if you'd like to buy some cat food, <laughs> we... Uh, <laughs> Real Good Show will officially be selling cat food uh, starting soon. We'll start a Teespring, but for cat food. We'll do a $5 donation to the Patreon, and you get a handful of cat food. <laughs> in like yeah. a Ziploc In bag. an envelope. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, that's a big yeah, five. We just put it in a envelope. manila yeah. envelope. Yeah. yeah, we'll just throw it in an envelope. Yeah, so if you need some, it's on the way. If you don't have a cat, you have the option to switch it to stag chili. And a manila envelope is an envelope from the Philippines. Just one, just one spoonful of stag chili yeah, exactly. in a dripping envelope. Yeah. What do you suppose Manny Pacquiao's favorite envelope is? It's probably the manila envelope. It's probably envelope. a manila envelope. Yeah. See, there we go. Bing, bing. <laughs> you say envelope. I say envelope. Yeah. I don't, I don't know which the... is classier. I think on, because you do the aw sound, you know? Like I when guess. people call me Stefan. Oh, Stefan. Do you like that? No, you... I hate it. Oh, okay. Which means everyone's going to call me that. Right. See, 
See, because I feel like, but maybe that's your like sexy alter ego, like Steve Urkel and Stefan Urkel. I don't need an alter ego to be sexy, no. Well, I do actually. <laughs> no, it is Stefan because I'm just Stefan. Yeah, Stefan yeah. Hick. <laughs> <laughs> or no, you'd have an L apostrophe. I think there, you'd be like Stefan Leck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just sounds like Lick. Yeah, it does sound like Lick, which is what you would do to the girls that want you. Stefan Lick. Yeah. <laughs> we should let's um. This is a sports podcast. Yeah. Well, whatever. I was going to say, Muhammad Ali is so excited every time he gets mail, he calls it the Thriller in Manila. <laughs> the moment passed. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, it was a good try. Hey, was, you can't fucking come to me like, with some of the shit you've dropped no, already no, no, in this episode. That wasn't episode. bad. I mean, it was fine. Was it just wasn't like... It was good. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Time, did, you hear about that, did you hear about that uh, album that Michael Jackson recorded in the Philippines? <laughs> it was the Thriller in Manila. Was the, that's the thriller in Maniller, actually. <laughs> oh, sorry. My apologies. The thriller in Ryan Miller. <laughs> uh, I was thinking that, too, actually, but uh, thought better than to say it. <laughs> yeah, There's nothing thrilling about yeah. Ryan Miller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not at the moment, but that is a perfect segue into the actual sports content on the program this Whatever. week. Uh, I know John doesn't like it when we talk about the Canucks oh, I know, at I don't. length. We can just talk about Sportsnet's general. Yeah. Yes. You know what rhymes yeah. with Ryan Miller? Chinchilla. I feel like someone should Photoshop that. Ryan Miller's face on a chinchilla. But uh, well, our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. in on that. Industrial. I want the Miller chinchilla. Out there. By which I mean Yerky. Yeah. Yerky. Or Grania. I That's true. Grania. I can see yeah. Grania doing like, or a draw. Like Grania might hand draw that. Yeah. She's pretty good at those. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah. So Rogers Sportsnet is complaining that uh, ratings are down. 27% for Vancouver Canucks broadcasts this season. Uh, from I don't know, from last year, from what they were expecting, or what was the actual... I guess last year. Which... What do you think the ratings are for the Firelog channel? Because I would imagine... Really good. Yeah, I was going to say... It's left on all the time. Yeah, it's like about... Uh, see, like I would say that it, I would rather watch the Firelog. So, well, I would rather watch like the highlights of the fire log, so just the guy's arms. Yeah, I was going to say because the fire being poked. You, the that's ratings, what you watch it for. The ratings are so high because everyone is waiting for the moment yeah. when the poker comes in and prods right. the logs, right? Yeah. Do you think they have like a like a highlight of the night where it's just like a bunch of different clips of him poking? I would. They pick? should. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, sometimes he fucks up the poke. Really? I saw one where he had like this little piece of kindling or whatever, and he kind of like tried to poke it on top of the fire, and it's like, man, you already have a roaring fire going. You don't need any more kindling. You yeah. know? That was the misplay of the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Top ten bloopers of 2015. <laughs> That's awesome. I would love some commentary too. Just some, just someone like shitting on him for. Oh, what the kindling? Oh boy, real tough sequence there for uh, whatever his name is. I imagine it's like Jed. <laughs> Well, uh, we were talking about ratings oh, yeah. being down. Ratings down. And our, Just like the ratings of this podcast our ratings when are we talk about the Canucks. Also, yes. Well, that tells you how exciting the Canucks are if we'd rather talk about a flaming log. <laughs> well, that was my well, whole point. Not too dissimilar from actually watching the games. They got blown out by Minnesota of yeah. all teams last night. and uh, Minnesota was the guy with the poker. <laughs> yes. The Canucks were the the log channel. Uh, it's not looking good for them right now. It's looking even worse for Sportsnet uh, in terms of uh, being able to charge, I guess, ad dollars is what they're primarily concerned about, mm. I would imagine. Um, but, uh, you, you know, they, they were putting it on the fans, basically, and saying that people in Vancouver are just too fickle to support their team, and that's why ratings are down. And not that 
The team is terrible, and sometimes the broadcasts are even worse. Yeah, they're really sometimes. bad. They're really bad. Usually. Yeah. Sorry, I just thought of a perfect commentator for the Fireplace channel. Joe Buck? Scott Oak. Oh, I was going to say Joe Buck because he's really boring and monotone. But Scott Oak because he's... Because his name is Oak. It's yeah, Oak, like, yeah. yeah. Well done, well done. Thank we're, you. We're thinking welcome. of like wood-related announcer names now. Yeah. Well, we can start... We'll, we'll think about it while we talk about the yeah, Canucks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Intermission yeah. guest could be Kevin Woodley. Oh. Nice. There we go. Now we're talking. I guess it's my now turn now. Now we're cooking with fire. It's my turn now. Uh, Don... <laughs> Cherry wood. wood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. a type of wood. But yeah, like the, that's I, pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't want to uh, slam Sportsnet too hard in case I someday would like to work there. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. Me too. But at the same time, like Jesus, these Canucks broadcasts are god awful. They're so tone deaf. Like it's just you have Mark Messier on like all the time. Yep. There's nothing region. I mean, I know it's like a national broadcast now. Wait, do Canucks fans not like Messier? Yeah, I mean, I, some, some take have, him or leave him. Some have come to appreciate him uh, in an ironic sense, in that like that is how far people have turned against Trevor Linden. Yeah. Is that like Messier was Messier right? right. Messier is right. like back. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you call the um, famous Barcelona striker? Were he Canadian? Lionel Messier. Messi, eh? Or oh, I okay. Well, yeah. so you get it. Yeah. What do you call a French Canadian meat pie who can't coach in the NHL? Patrick Waugh. John Tortierella. Oh. Nice. Oh, Tortier. <laughs> Did you write that before the show? I've been thinking about it for a little <laughs> while, yes. <laughs> I thought my Patrick Waugh line would get it, but I, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, you weren't he's wrong. A, he's a meat pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A real meat pie, that Actually, guy. Bob Hartley would probably work better. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a bit of a... Yeah, like Hartley sounds like a frozen meat pie yeah. brand. And he doesn't really sound that French either. Bob, Bob Hartley? Hartley? Oh, yeah. His no, the name, name doesn't. He yeah. sounds He French. sounds super he sounds very French. French. I was but like, the yeah. name, yeah. Yeah, we played good, I guess, tonight. You know, <laughs> we, uh, we got the puck into the corner and stuff, and we did it with them. But, you know, uh, it wasn't great for us. I, I tell them to do the same things that I told uh, the Avalanche back in 2002, and uh, <laughs> for some reason it just doesn't work the same. Well, it's actually pronounced Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> Uh, like so often, and like I know a lot of people don't put a lot of stock into what the actual pregame and intermission and postgame content is. It is so rare that you watch a Canucks game on Sportsnet, which is the only place to watch them now. Uh, that uh, the any of the like prepared segments in the intermission, like the documentaries or whatever that they play to fill time, are actually Canucks related. Yeah, and well, like the, it was the hometown hockey game last week. And, I mean, hometown hockey is a national thing. Yeah. Um, and I guess it was in Prince Edward Island. But they had, like, a feature on, like, none of the players had played for the Canucks. Or, I guess, who were they playing that day? Uh, it was Chicago. Chicago. And I don't think any of them had played for Chicago either. Yeah, it was. they did the thing on Brad Richards. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, Prince Edward Island. Okay, even yeah, removed from something like, they had you a know, regional-specific, well, like, yeah. hometown well, hockey. Well, Dion Phaneuf lives in Prince Edward Island. Oh, I just sound like an asshole. <laughs> But anyway, none of them had anything to do with the Canucks. You're like, yeah. no, that's exactly what they did. It was yeah. all PEI people. But even like, they yeah, often don't have saying. anything to do with the game at all. It'll be like, uh, we'll take an inside look at the life and times of Milan Lucic. Like, what the fuck, Sportsnet? Who wants to watch that in Vancouver? Yeah. Oh, he's from Vancouver. Other than Jim Benning, maybe. Well, but, like, they, do, they do like Zidane Chara also. It's like they're actively trolling us. They yeah. are. I think Which they are. Which is good. They should be. Yeah. 
but you can't then turn around. I'm, I'm mad enough watching the Canucks. I don't yeah. need to be mad like watching the intermission. That's product. true, actually. You can't lay out a shit product and then blame the fans. The for intermission not to should watch just it. be like like cat videos. I would love that. Yeah, it right? should just be the log. Yeah. Or the log. Yeah. Either one, just to or like calm Or Nick Kiprios on fire. Just like, oh, that'd be great if he yeah. was the log. Yeah. Now Man, that'd be really good. I think like video Nick streaming Kip online. Rios. Video <laughs> streaming online probably accounts for a drop in ratings also. Oh, for sure. Because I uh, don't have cable. I'm not planning on getting cable anytime soon. No, I illegally stream most sporting events. Everything. Yeah. yeah. No, same. And I, I know that like we're not uh, the majority, but I think yeah, a lot I of... I mean, I have cable because I can afford it. Hey. Listen to Mister Braggart over here. No, it's not throwing like his no, cable. I, I've, I've money got cable, around. but uh, I'd I'd just rather I'll have it on the computer and I'll be just you know it's a bit more casual that way. I think, especially with the way they're playing. Yeah, you're not really wanting to actually I have make it open an event in, of the game. It's in like another tab. Yeah, you know, exactly. and I can just switch to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I feel like part of uh, growing up is not watching it on TV at your parents' place anymore, and also maybe having a job that makes you work through game times. True. Uh. Mm-hmm. And and I think that the Canucks had a very young fan base for a while there when they were on top over the last decade. I'm not sure if there's numbers that can bear that out. Just you know, going by. Uh, the average age of people who are engaged on Twitter and also like who would have been on like the Canucks.com yeah. forums or HF boards or whatever. These aren't old people. These are people in their like mid twenties right now who yeah. uh, don't have cable and probably don't uh, have the time to watch the games because there's just too many of them, frankly. Well, I think on the internet also the Canucks seem to be one of the like, snarkier fan bases and probably a lot of that has to do with like Twitter was kind of like just getting big right around the time that they went on the Stanley Cup run like obviously it was around before 2011 but like I got Twitter in 2010 and I felt like I was a pretty early adopter at that time so I think that might have something to do with it too that there's this kind of community that is that all sort of feels the same way about the Canucks right now yeah not very good yeah. and is actively tuning out of the games and they maybe all came together because that was sort of the beginning of that or whatever. But yeah, like Rogers is saying that the fans are fickle in this city and don't support their team. It's like, you know what? Like, I don't think it's fickle to be like, this team sucks and you're lying to me. You're just telling me straight bullshit lies about what this is. I'm still going to support you blindly. That's stupid. Like, well, that's the classic argument of like Fairweather fan versus like fan that sticks through all of it, because like you have fans that are fickle or Fairweather, not saying that you're that, but like that say, oh, well, why would I support the team when it's bad? That's just dumb. Well, then you have the diehard fans. I'm not not paying attention to it. I know what you're saying, but but that's what I mean is like, I just think that that's that's the crux of the argument, though, is like I've had people say that to me and that's a hard point to argue with. Like, yeah, okay, maybe I don't want to watch the team when they're bad, but like there's some kind of satisfaction, I, I guess. Still, I'll still watch the team and just get mad about there's it. There's different kinds of bad too, right? There's like oh, the yeah. bad that the Canucks are right now, and then there's the bad that like Toronto is. Right yeah, now. exactly. Like we're Where on pace like, we're, for the, the best AHL season of all time. Yeah, and you're and admitting Babcock's saying it's going to be tough, it's going to be yeah. bad. And then we have uh, Benning early this year saying, yeah, we've improved the decor, this is a 100-point playoff team. We're even better than like, we were before. We're not stupid. Don't you don't have to lie to us. Just come out and say this team sucks. Like I I don't know yeah. what's worse that he actually if he thinks it's good or if he's lying to us. We've well, had, I think well, the problem is we have. I think the yeah. problem is that he thinks it's good because yeah. the moves that he makes seems to 
to suggest that, that he, he thinks did. they're yeah, good. Which is terrifying. And uh, there's somebody went on, uh, I can't remember who was on TSN radio today, being like, well, you have to look at it from Aquilini's perspective. He's got 18,000 seats to sell. He can't say that they're rebuilding. It's like That would sell more seats, yes, though. Yes, it yeah, would. It would. You drop the ticket prices, you admit what you're actually doing, and the place would be full of people who could afford to go and would know what they were getting. Well, ticket like single tickets now are like 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah so you don't really have to yeah. drop the ticket prices anyways because that's happening on yeah. secondary markets. But it's yeah. also probably like hurting their ability to sell ticket oh, yeah. packages in the first place where yeah. people who buy them know that they can't resell them and don't want to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I guess that's probably enough. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. About that, we yeah. could talk about uh, P.K. Subban getting... Uh, uh, it's actually pronounced Peka. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the big news. Isn't it? Yeah. Suba. So who Suban. wants who wants him to change it? Is there a specific person, or is just uh, like... I can't remember. It was just like someone. Uh, it was brought up on Twitter. I don't remember exactly yeah. who said it, but there was definitely like uh, a movement to have him. It's a French protection group. Uh, okay, yeah, of yeah. course, uh, French yeah. language protection group, uh, the Association pour la soutien et l'usage de langue française. It's uh, like it's Lucien. It's actually Bouchard. the association. <laughs> it's it's Lucien Bouchard basically. Yeah. This is his new job. Is he still alive? No, he died, didn't he? Oh fuck! Did no, he? Was, no, Let's see. This is like a new idiot. segment. Is Lucien Bouchard alive? <laughs> it's a fan favorite. Yeah, they love it. He is still alive. Okay, there you go. He's so it's like him and, and like Jean Charest. That's like this is their new, this is their new deal. They like they're like yeah. Let's just okay. We can't obviously make it in politics. Let's go after hockey. That's something else Canadians care about. Yeah, but yeah, because I guess. The whole thing is like when they... It's an assault on the French language yeah. for him to choose that his name is well, PK. I don't even think it's that. not Pekka. I thought it was like in the stadium. They thought that they should say like... Because they announced the goals in French and English. So you do the French pronunciation. So you do the French pronunciation of Pekka. Yeah, but, but like... that's not his name, really. That's not what he's... Yeah, because you know, we like, don't like change the pronunciation. Every other player who has like a foreign name... Like, will come out to the media if it's being said wrong or whatever. And yeah. it's like, this is what my name is. Please call me this now. Yeah. And that is met with respect, and that's what happens. Yeah. But, you know, sorry, Montreal. Like, he, he, uh, like, the, the most mind boggling thing about it is that, like, PK Subban is the perfect player. In so many ways. Oh, yeah. He's, and, like, so much fun. He's yeah, the most awesome. fun player to watch in the league. Yeah. Possibly. He's, he's, like, uh, you know, very aware of his marketability and how to brand himself, which is not something that, like, you know, you want a player to be aware of. But, like, he... Well, in the NHL, like, so many players are bad at that. Like, the NHL is not a good league for marketing players. He is a star. He presents himself as a star. He gave the single largest donation that any player has ever given uh, in, like, you know... Yeah, suck it, Sadines. Founding that uh, atrium at the Montreal Hospital... You're still going to find something to complain about with this guy? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, yes, they they will because they don't like him there. <laughs> he should have come home and played for Toronto with Steven Stamkos. Which is going to happen, obviously. Yeah, I think he, so. He favorited the tweet. They had the signs at the game yesterday. I love it. Here's my thing. I think, and I tweeted about this yesterday, I think if they're going to go pay cost Subban, just go all the way. Rename him Carrie Pre. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It should be the other way around. It should be yeah, yeah, Cape. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah, his his name's actually Carl Purnell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he responded today by saying, "My name is PK, but if they want me to call me, but if they want to call me Peaky or Peka, I've heard Peka before. It's okay. 
But since we're changing the pronunciation of my name and stuff, just start calling me Denzel. Why not? Well, I kind of like the idea that PK will actually start doing that. People will be like, so is it, do I say PK Subban? He's like, uh, it's actually pronounced Denzel. <laughs> You're like, wait, where do you get that from? Well, the P is Den and the K is yeah, Zell. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. I mean, his first name is Purnell, which is awesome. Like, Purnell. I just sort of feel like yeah. he should just go with that. Yeah. Purnell, yeah. Yeah, Purnell is pretty dope. Yeah. Why? Like, if he was in the NFL, he would go by Purnell he'd for be, sure. He'd be Purnell yeah. Carl yeah. Subban. He'd yeah. have to be. 100%. Well, no, but his last name would be like Subban Dix. <laughs> Purnell Carl Subban Dix. Hyphen Dix. Yeah, hyphen Dix. D-I-X. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, here's a note For on those of you that don't get that reference, please look it up. I'm not calling Subban a dick or saying that <laughs> no, everyone in the NFL. There's a great uh, NFL player's name. Ha ha, ha, ha Clinton, Clinton Dix. Dix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've talked about him on the show yes, before. Yes, we have. But I've just, you know, we got to, du- you know, I just want to double check. I, True. You never know who's listening out there. There's a little note at the bottom of this article from the Toronto Sun that says, this isn't the first time the ASULF has entered into a uh, war of words. ASULF? Uh, CJAD also reports the organization is hoping to change the English term tailgate to rendezvous d'avant match. Yeah, that'll that really that'll flows happen. off the tongue. Yeah, exactly. The rendezvous before the match. If you're at a tailgate, you can barely say the word tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to be. You know, that had like 16 syllables. But that, also, like. That would actually be a new great, like, party game. When like, are just Canadians who can say tailgating? It closest yeah. to the actual name. When are Canadians tailgating, though? Never. Yeah. Like, this is. Doesn't happen. We, we, it's not a Canadian thing. We could, like, uh, find a way to save the CFL and make it, like, interesting and relevant again and not your dad's league by like embracing a party element to it like the nfl does nfl games are amazing to go to live it doesn't matter who was playing i went to a game five years ago between the seahawks and the cardinals it was the worst game i could have ever possibly yeah, gone they both, to see they both sucked back then they were both terrible neither team scored a single touchdown oh i went to one of those games too i saw at, seattle play pittsburgh and it was nine six at one point there was a fumble recovery inside the t- 10 yards like, they just shanked the the original kick to, like, start. It was the very first play of the game. The original <laughs> kickoff was dropped for a fumble and recovered inside the 10-yard line, and the Seahawks had to settle for a field goal. So, uh, But you still had fun. It was the greatest it's, it's, sporting yeah. experience I've ever had because yeah. the tailgating atmosphere around the entire arena yeah. was Throughout amazing. the game even, too. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Everybody's super friendly. Everybody's having the best time ever. The food is so good. Because so there's good. only like eight or nine games that you get to host in your city every year, yeah. so they make them count. And uh, the CFL is like, well, there's probably about the same number of games, but they just happen, and and I don't care. Does anyone care? Yeah, tailgating would uh, would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like I'm a season ticket holder for the Whitecaps who are arguably not arguably. They are like Vancouver's party team. Like people go to the game, get drunk. The tickets are very affordable and there's no tailgating there either. Like, I think that's a place where it would start and it still has it. Like, I just don't think it's part of Canadian culture. It might be back in Ontario. I don't know if Ontario for football and no. no. Alberta. No. Well, yeah. maybe Alberta, but it's so cold. It's tailgating for like stampede. Well, that's, yeah, that's the yeah, other thing exactly. too. I guess it's, it's freezing cold. But I mean, they tailgate in Buffalo all the time. And yeah, true. They're having sex between cars and yeah, power bombing people cool through tables. Stuff. That's and... how they keep warm. Yeah. Was, that's... 
We've all been not there. Not in cars, between cars. Yeah, between cars. Yeah. Well, because the cars were providing warmth. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like not, just, not much cover, though. No, definitely not yeah. much cover. That Wind was the cover, impressive part about that. Yeah. I don't know if it's like an RCMP thing, though, because they would also have to just like pr- pretend to be chill. Well, yeah, because you're like, drinking the whole day in, a, with, in like, a parking lot. Yeah, public and, drinking. And, and That's probably part of it, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, I think, yeah, that's why some teams even, too, have a bigger tailgate culture than other teams, probably, because the state laws mm-hmm. probably vary from state to state. But, you know, you talk to people who are super passionate about the CFL and, like, there's people who go to the Grey Cup every single year. One of the donors to this very program, Sam Anderson, is a huge CFL fan. And this was, like, the first year in several years that she did not go to the Grey Cup party. And she was super sad because it is just a full week where you just go wild having a crazy party with people who are passionate about the same sport that you mm-hmm. are. Yeah. And it's so special and no one because else gives you a don't shit. find those people yeah. when you go to an average game. Yeah. No. Um, well, and it's such a Canadian thing, too, that yeah. the yeah. week before the Great Cup. It is a lot of fun. Oh, for sure, yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we could do about that. It, it's, it's a cultural I know that thing. <clears throat> when I went to the Seahawks game as well, tailgating was included as, like, part of my ticket. It was, like, this NFL Canada promotion and included in our ticket price was two hours before the game, they had converted a parking lot into a barbecue. And you got all you could eat, all you could drink. They had a bunch of couches under tents with TVs on playing the early NFL games. And so we just went there two hours before. It was like Memphis-style barbecues, like That's pulled amazing. pork and ribs and all that kind of stuff. Just jammed a bunch of that down. I don't drink, but obviously everyone else was taking advantage of the all-you-could-drink policy and then stumbled over to the game. So that was like even just part of our ticket. It. Like that's part yeah. of the whole experience, it's, and it's so loud too. Yeah, I mean, oh, you yeah. can't you can't compare the, the crowd experience uh, at an NFL game and a CFL game. Like you just can't. You can't compare an NFL game to really anything that happens no. in Canada. No, other than like maybe the Stanley like, Cup playoffs. Yeah, and even then, it's not the same type of thing. Yeah, like the NFL is different because the cheering directly affects results on the field because yeah. you get you can force the opponent into a false start penalty. So people feel like they're direct when their team is on defense, they feel like they're directly affecting the opposition, yeah. which they are. Well, the Seahawks game I went to, like I couldn't hear myself talk. Oh, it's horrible. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. Like it's horrible for that, but like great. Like it's yeah, great. It's still but horrible. really fun, but it's but, yeah, so it's loud. so it's, and it's the stadium amazing. is designed to, yeah, like, to filter funnel the noise the, yeah. to the field. So it's just yeah, it's a crazy Crazy experience. I don't know if you were like the Whitecaps or the Lions or anybody in a Canadian franchise anywhere. How would you even go about like creating? Yeah, it's not a, a, a tailgate culture. Like it wouldn't be too hard, I think, to like make it pick up once the ball got rolling. Because you know, if you just brought like twenty food trucks from across the city and parked them on the concourse and just created like a big party atmosphere, the Lions like do put out like bouncy castles and shit before every game. Yeah, for like, kids, though. Yeah, yeah that's like really a, getting... It's like well, a family-friendly, like, <laughs> like, face paint sort of thing. And, you know, I don't even know if kids go to that, honestly. Like, it well, never kids seems are like, ashamed to be at It CFL never game. seems like that's very busy no. at the games I go to. Even the kids are like, CFL? Not for me. <laughs> but I guess, like, mentioning food trucks there, like, it, how long did it take for food trucks to even be a thing in Vancouver? Too long. Like, yeah, like, the liquor laws here, it would never happen. Handing out permits takes, like, years. Oh, yeah. Well, now it's, like, the third biggest food truck city in North America. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. But it took forever it to did. get there. It did. Some delicious food trucks out yeah. there, too. My favorite is Roaming Dragon. Nice. It's yeah, one. that one parks by my house. My favorite one, I'm going to sound like the hugest loser here. My is it the grilled one. cheese one? No, it's uh, Culver City Salads. <laughs> I'm like a big salad guy now. <laughs> 
and uh, they make amazing salads. And the two girls that run the truck are super nice. And so yeah, you should check it out. My favorite one is the one that crashed into Duffin Donuts on the weekend. <laughs> is Duffin's closed right now? Uh, Stephen, you, Stephen, you would know. Closed, no, but... I didn't even know that. I was I wasn't around here this weekend. Oh yeah, actually. yeah. yeah so. Really? I thought I texted you about that. No, the, I didn't. A giant SUV crashed yeah, you into did. the side of you Duffin's did. You posted Donuts. in the group message. Yeah. Oh, I just missed that. I guess. Yeah. yeah. It was it was pretty sweet. What well, the? not sweet, but like crazy. Oh, it was an SUV. It wasn't a food. Oh, I see, but it's a food truck. Yes. Okay, see I thought it was actually, yeah. See what I did there? Very Vancouver-specific joke that even around this table, only John does. <laughs> but one person is still enough. Anyways. It's all, good. It's all that matters, you know? Moving on. We yeah. were talking for a moment there about uh, Stephen Stamkos Stephen also. Stamkos, yeah. Uh, potentially actually, coming to Toronto. Actually, if he made the Canadians, it would be Stephen Stamkote. I do just want to say that Duffins Donuts tweeted out an image of the truck in their uh, in their window and said, Duffins now has drive-through. <laughs> <laughs> that is spectacular. That's awesome. That's enough to make you want to patron a business. Well, Duffins Donuts is it's the best place yeah. in Vancouver. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so good. I mean, you brought donuts from there when we did our uh, our morning, our Sunday yeah. morning show yeah. a few weeks ago. Yep. I couldn't believe that they're an independent business that's open 24 hours that's a, a day. That's a sandwich place. You can get anything whenever yeah. you want. Like literally, and the food options there, like anything. Yeah. Like, you can actually get anything. That's not a joke. This episode of Real Good Show brought to you by the good folks at Duffins Donuts. Yes. It's a place we actually like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be sweet if they actually gave us some shit. Uh, but uh, Stephen Stamkos. Stephen Stamkos going to be on my team, baby. In Toronto this week, uh, playing it very coy. Basically, he he kind of just like grinned and bared it through all of his press time. Barely mm-hmm. said anything, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, he didn't say anything of worth because you know he 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 said it with his fingers on Twitter a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I'm right. He did by accident. Yeah, he keeps accidentally faving these tweets. Well, Three I mean, times. that does happen. Like you do occasionally. Like there's that little uh, plus. Uh, sign where you accidentally follow people yeah. and you accidentally fave things. But I mean, this is a little suspicious, Steven. Well, it's three tweets about the yeah. leaks. Yeah. That's so a... we know he's looking at them at the very yeah. least and he's getting close enough to favorite them. And you'd think he'd be careful. Sorry, it's awesome. Bob McKenzie on Twitter today uh, had to like couch his speculation as mm-hmm. speculation because everybody takes Bob's word as gospel, of course. But he said that uh, all signs point to Stamkos leaving Tampa. This yeah, this summer. is the first person to actually come right out and be like I really don't think he's going to be. You know, a lot of people have kind of danced around it and Bob's maybe the only one with enough cachet to actually be like Yeah, no, he's probably gone. It's going to yeah. be crazy though no matter where he goes. Oh yeah, this the free just agent doesn't frenzy. happen anymore. Well, if you think about like people were lining up dump trucks at Brad Richards' door. And I mean, he was like a declining asset. Yeah, and Steven Sampkos is about um, 25. The yeah. only comparable player I can think of to actually hit the open market like this would be Ilya Kovalchuk. And that was a while ago yeah. now. Yeah. And, uh, Worked out real well for the Devils. <laughs> <laughs> or like Parise. Yeah, Parise. Yeah. Like the, but again, like, yeah. But Stamkos per- is a level above. Uh, yeah, I would, Kovalchuk's on Stamkos' level, I would say. Like, I'd say that's like very comparable. At the time. Yeah. Yeah, close to. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, Definitely. And and that was, you know, he just knew that he was going to be the only guy of that caliber to get anywhere close to free agency and made a literal vault full of money yeah. by by doing that. Yeah. So Stamkos is going to make that no matter where he goes. Toronto seems to think it's them. Uh, you were very convinced. You've been writing that fan fiction since this show started. <laughs> wow. Episode one, baby. What? What is in my erotic fan fiction notebook and what needs to be shared are two very different <laughs> things. But um, 
I, uh, well, no, I, honestly, I don't know where he's going to go. I just like to believe it's to my team. And why wouldn't I like to believe that? Well, he grew up a Leafs fan. He grew up a Leafs fan. Well, yeah, he's from Markham. And yeah. apparently, like, he, I was reading an article saying that, like, he's just one of those guys who actually, like, legit loves, like, Toronto. And yeah. I guess when he's, like, back for the summer, it's just, like, really normal. Like, he plays beer league softball. That's what they were talking about in the article that, like, I guess someone was doing an interview with him and he was like, oh, I got a softball game tonight. You want to just come to that and then I'll talk to you like after the game yeah. or whatever. And then, yeah, I guess he was like trying super hard. Like he hit like three home runs or something and <laughs> dove for catches in the outfield <laughs> and like whatever. And then the interviewer was asking their buddies and they're just like, yeah, like no one bugs him. Like he just everyone knows him and he just has all his friends here and he's just a chill dude and. Though I was kind of surprised that. today to see Darren Drager, who's basically the Joseph Goebbels of the Toronto Maple Leafs, <laughs> <laughs> go on Twitter and be like, the sense from the the sense that he gets is that Subban is going to go to a contender, like a team that's ready to win. Stamkos, right now. you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, who did I say? Subban. Whoops, Stamkos. It's all good. Is going to go to a contender, a team that's ready to win right, right now, and that would seemingly take the Leafs out of the running. You would think. I would. Th- I honestly. If the Leafs draft, like if they get Austin Matthews, or even if they get close, like Puliu Yarvi's yeah. a really good player. Um, like if they're in the top three picks this year, and they make a couple shrewd moves, I would say the Leafs are two years away. With who in that? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's they got the a shrewd move. That's the yeah, shrewd, that's move. The shrewd yeah, move. Exactly. They need a goalie, and they probably need another top defenseman which doesn't grow on trees, but they, they actually have a surprisingly underrated defensive core. And, uh, and then if you look at all the forwards they've got coming through the pipe right now, um, you know, Nylander, Marner, Brown, Leipzig, um, you know, they've got a solid core there for yeah. sure. So I think it's actually closer than people think it is. I mean, basically I, I read a great stat this week that said, uh, with without Bernier and Net, the Leafs are actually like twelve and seven or something like that. Like Babcock well, has Sparks them. Pl- looks good. He does right, yeah. and so Babcock has them playing good hockey. Like it's not, it's not a stretch to imagine that if they even had just a couple more pieces in place, yeah. they would be a playoff if team. They still had Kessel. Yeah. So yeah, in so the then East you add, too, yeah exactly. So, yeah. so then you add a couple more pieces plus Stamkos. Now all of a sudden you're like shit. Yeah, and the Marlies are dominating the AHL. Yeah, yeah. well that's yeah they're. I was reading an article today that uh, was saying that if they keep up their current pace, they will be the best AHL team of the past decade. And like the teams that they're compared with in terms of like their total points, goals for goals against are like stacked teams, like teams that were crazy good during the lockout. Yeah. uh, The year that Detroit kept like all their prospects. So it was like, it was like Hoodler, Nyquist, Erickson. Like they were all. Abdul Cater. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like they were all on Grand Rapids. And so, yeah, so the Leafs team is comparing to that right now, which is pretty unbelievable. So so there's pieces there. I can't remember who it was, though. I saw somebody on Twitter saying, like, if he's going to go to a team that's, you know, on the verge of, of victory to join a real contender and he went to the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, of course. That would be the fucking funniest thing that it ever be, happened. And it would be very typical of my entire Leafs fandom. So. Uh, they also just don't have the money to make that happen, though. I don't think with, so. With no. what they've tied up in price yeah. and, and Subban, I don't, I don't think so. It would be they, yeah, they would have not a lot else. Like they, if, I, if they would probably be the only team I can think of in this era to have an elite player at every position. Yeah, and they would be paying them all elite money. Yeah. Like so, because what they're they pay price nine and yeah. Subban eight. 
or nine. And then the Stamkos wants like 11. So you're, you're tying up like roughly $30 million in three players. Yeah. It's pretty hard to build a team. I mean, it's possible, but it's tough if you draft well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? Especially the, it's tough because goalies are such a, you know, who knows with price, right? Like he's got this lingering injury. Who knows what might happen? Is Subban like the cornerstone D-man you want to build your whole team around? Probably not. Like, I mean, he's unbelievable. I would. He's, he's unbelievable, but he still is, I don't know. I don't know if he's as, like, you need a complimentary piece with him. He's not going to carry your entire team. Yeah. Subban with, like, Chris Tanev would yeah. be the greatest pairing yeah, of all time. Yeah, would be pretty unbelievable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the one last thing I was going to say about Stamkos was that uh, the signs that they were being given uh, to the to sign the Stamkos. Yeah, the sign Stamkos signs in, in the stands. TSN Radio. Being given up by TSN yeah. Radio, which is owned by Bell. <laughs> Which owns the Leafs. So tampering. So like how like at what point is the is the tampering basically? Like how much can Bell do? Well no, they banned the signs. Oh, did they oh, not really? they didn't actually bring yeah, them? They in? weren't allowed in the stadium. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they took okay. them away at the door. Well that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So it's it was probably, just like uh they realized, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is tampering. We'll get into this. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. But yeah. I kinda like that idea. Like team owners just like paying fans, like, hey, here's this guy's address. If you happen to just end up at his house (laughs) and you just want to tell him that it might be kind of cool if he plays here i mean we're not gonna stop you (laughs) i like it uh well we will go from there to the world of mixed martial arts where uh, ufc 194 was this past saturday night at the mgm grand in las vegas nevada Uh, the main event there of course being uh jose aldo versus conor mcgregor a fight that lasted all of 13, 13, seconds. 13 seconds. Yeah, I didn't see the fight, but I saw the vine afterwards. Which is really was, yeah. all well, actually you two need vines, to do. I guess, is the whole fight. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. kind of all you really need to do, mostly with UFC fights. Like, I don't know why anyone would shell out like the hundred dollars it is. Sixty. <laughs> 60? I bought it. Yeah. You bought it. Oh yeah. That was a pretty good card. It was overall. a really good card. It was yeah. one of the best. Car- I think it was. Pro- it might have been the they best card they've had the... since UFC 100. Yeah. Well, this is a, uh, a fight that been had. That had been delayed for several months. Yeah. Because Aldo got injured before it was supposed to happen before in the summer. July, yeah. And uh, so, like, basically almost a full year of hype for this contest. And McGregor is the best at hyping fights. So it was a year of your best hype man hyping the fight. And not only that, but kicking someone else's ass in the meantime while chirping Aldo the whole time, saying (laughs) that he was like a pussy for backing out of this fight. And he beat him in 13 seconds. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. Like I, uh, yeah, I, I, I love McGregor. I think he's just the best. Like he's so, he's so funny. He's such a good talker, but he's also very smart. And he's like, he's very cocky in the lead up, but then very humble in victory or defeat. And everything that he says comes true. Yeah. See, it's like, it's like Cam Newton. You can't be mad at his cockiness if he's right about everything. Yeah. Yeah. If you back it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, I've never seen that before in the UFC. And like, how was Aldo not like paying attention to that? Like that yeah. was a weird, like Ariel Hawani was talking about that where he was like, maybe it's like a language barrier or maybe you're just like trying to shut your fighter out in the couple days before the fight. But like McGregor went on multiple news programs after the weigh-in 
and said like, yeah, I saw his right hand shaking. I, I, and I feel like that's a tell. I feel like he's going to try and hit me too hard with his right hand and I'm not yeah. going to be there. He also said he's like too emotional. He's, yeah. He's going to like come at me and overreach and leave himself unprotected. Yeah. Well, and it was for the commentary was great too. Cause Joe Rogan literally says right before they start fighting. So they've just done all the announcements and everything. They're on the opposite sides of the cage. Joe Rogan goes, I'll tell you, Mike, Conor McGregor looks real. He looks loose. He looks relaxed. He looks so comfortable in there. And Aldo, he looks like a man feeling the pressure of this moment, Mike. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> and then McCarthy's like, okay, here we go. And then 13 seconds later, yeah. he's on the mat. Did you see his uh, corner's reaction to the knockout? Yeah. Aldo's? The guy's like heart it breaking. It looks like someone died in front of yeah. him. Have you seen it, Justin? No. I'll oh, show yeah. it to you right now. His corner man literally looks like Keep McGregor an eye on this guy was... right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just saw a car accident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it looked, no, yeah. yeah, it looked like he... But the thing was, it almost looked because the stage, the way it happens in stages is like, it's like he's watching a firing squad. Like he knows that the person's about to get shot, but when it happens, he still doesn't like it. Basically yeah. pulled his do-rag down <laughs> yeah. over his eyes. Too. So awesome. Uh, I was a little disappointed when I did see the clip of the fight because I heard 13 second knockout punch. That, well, it like, didn't oh look that insane, I yeah. guess, right? Because it, it didn't really look like he got... Knocked out. His eyes were open the whole time. He wasn't like. Oh, he was knocked. Yeah. yeah, but he had no idea yeah, yeah, where he was yeah. when yeah. he got up. Yeah. Uh, so he was out for sure. He was. Out. It wasn't. It wasn't I a mean, spinning back he, fist. He took but, two yeah. unprotected blows to the yeah. face after falling down. <laughs> yeah. So like he's done. But like I don't know. I I brought that up to my roommate and Graham was just like, "All due respect, man. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. You've watched too much wrestling <laughs> yeah, to exactly. think that people can just take punches to the face and get up." I'm well, like, that's yeah, the thing, enough. right? It's like uh, you know what does Connor say? Precision beats power. Yeah, time and beats speed every time. <laughs> but uh, you know, I just expect a guy that when when I hear like people going, "Oh, knockout." For him to just definitely like, drop. when I was watching it for the first time, like live, I felt like you're. It, it almost felt like it felt fake almost because when Aldo because Aldo falls forward too, like he doesn't fall backwards. Mm-hmm. Like normally, you you knock a guy out, and he, he would falls go, backwards, stumble, yeah. or he crumples like straight down. Whereas Aldo fell forward, so you're almost like, how did that even happen? But then you see the replay, and you can see Aldo's brains and face like getting scrambled. <laughs> I had to watch punched. it like ten times to understand what was really going. But basically, on there. I, I, I essentially, I guess it's just basically a spot on your jaw where if you ever get hit flush in that spot you're gonna be knocked out yeah pretty much like with a decent punch like it doesn't have to be yeah crazy was it right in the chin or? yeah it was like yeah. right in the, the like perfect. The, yeah the, like where the chin meets the jaw yeah. like it was the perfect spot so they're gonna do this fight again i don't think so i i don't think they're gonna do it i don't think uh no i i, I, I imagine aldo wants to oh i'm sure aldo wants to but they're saying that either because mcgregor wants to be the first ufc champion to hold belts in two divisions okay and because dana white has a strict policy that he if you want to move up or down a division you have to vacate the belt because he, do, he the reason is he doesn't want a belt to sit to sit fallow to just be right because like, if he's know, in the other division he can't he, come yeah yeah and connor's like i don't care i want to fight more so apparently the current plan has him facing um moving up 
and facing the winner of Dos Anjos and Cerrone, which is this weekend. They're fighting for the lightweight belt, which is the next division up from Connor. So he would go up to 155 and fight them in like March because Cerrone likes to fight a lot too. He had one year where he fought eight times. So Cerrone loves to fight too. So And the thinking is that Cerrone is going to beat Dos Anjos. So I think Dana White thinks like, okay, well, if Cerrone beats Dos Anjos, he'll want to fight again. Is it Dos Anjos? It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I think everyone just says Dos Anjos. I'm sure it's... I'm sure it's like Rafael Dos Anjos or whatever, <laughs> but like everyone in the UFC says Dos Anjos, so I'm just into that that mode. Okay. Well, I'm a member um, of the Association of sorry, uh, the Protection yeah, of the Spanish, Spanish <laughs> Language. Um, <laughs> my apologies. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, quay, Subac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's the Spanish? Uh, is that what it is? Well, I'm quay. Like, quay is K. Like, Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, that's still K. K. Is it still is K? It K in yeah. the oh, Spanish? I, I don't know the Spanish yeah. alphabet. You're the one. Oh, no, no, no the... I'm just saying Q. Like, yeah, yeah. Por qué? Por qué, Suban? Por qué, Suban? Yeah, so I think that it'll be, uh, they're saying anyway that he's going to fight them in March and then he's going to fight Frankie Edgar for the 145. Dropping belt. back down. Dropping back down. Because the thing is, Connor walks around at like 170. He actually does a deep cut to get to 145 like it's a really tough cut that he does um and you can tell because like even in the cage like he looked a lot bigger than aldo like aldo is a typical featherweight he's like short and stocky and hits with a lot of power for a featherweight that's been his strength through all the years is that he's stockier and whatever you know generally guys when they're cutting weight they're longer and leaner you know, so that and that's Connor's build, but yeah, he does a tough cut. So getting to 155 for him will actually be not that bad. But then, yeah, but then he'll go back down to 145 and fight Edgar in July at UFC 200, which is where they're also trying to do the Rousey home rematch. Ooh, and potentially uh, put CM Punk on that card too, maybe. Really? I, I don't know. He's supposed to fight in the next like six months oh really yeah it's possible they because ufc 100 had seems three... like a big anniversary card too. well yeah that's yeah. the thing ufc 100 was their biggest card to date i don't know if it did the most buys because the ufc's gotten more popular since then but it, certainly at the time that was when brock lesnar fought frank Mir and he won the title for the first time gsp fought dan hardy i want to say on ufc 100 and there was another title fight on that card too i can't remember so three title fights so there's three title yeah. fights on one card and i think they want to do kind of the same thing again yeah. i could also see why getting a rematch against Rockhold and I could see them throwing that on that card possibly well, too. So. I was going to say I, I talked about Creed on the show last week. Yeah, yeah. The movie, not the band. We talked about, about the band yeah. too for sure. Yeah, yeah but uh, like it seemed to me like I loved the movie yeah. but it, it seemed like a very strange time to romanticize boxing in the way that the film does because like all of the fights in the movie are, ju- are like dudes throwing bombs at each other for the whole duration and that doesn't happen in boxing anymore basically no it's like a a dance yeah you know we saw that with uh with pacquiao versus mayweather oh totally boring fight of all time yeah two dudes just avoiding each other for the entire time it's a sweet science um, (laughs) (laughs) but, but like rockhold versus weidman was like more like that Oh, yeah, it was a dev. I mean, Rock, I can't believe they didn't fight. stop the fight. Rockhold f- was pumping Weidman. A four round fight with dudes just fucking destroying each other yeah. for pretty much the entire time. You know time. that Herb Dean, I think, the referee, was thinking that it was like Lesnar and Carwin? That was like the first time Lesnar got rocked, was against Shane Carwin, and Carwin beat the piss out of Lesnar. And same thing, Lesnar got saved by the bell, and then he came, and then Carwin was completely gassed. It yeah. was like the Homer Simpson. <laughs> 
Like he just basically came out and like pushed Carwin over in the second round and won. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I think that Herb Dean was like, okay, it's pretty close to the bell. Weidman gets champion's advantage. Maybe he can, you know, and like he just was done. Like I've never seen someone take that much punishment. Like he was getting yeah. absolutely fed by like it was almost tough to watch. It was yeah, brutal. I was just, just going to say, like, I love the movie. A very fictionalized version of <laughs> boxing that probably would have been better as an MMA movie, but then it couldn't be like a, 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 rocky. a rocky legacy film. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot and of people also, have said, like, Warrior. Yeah, really I was going to say, which I haven't Warrior. Seen. Is that with, Channing Tatum? Uh, it's Tom Hardy Tom and Joel Hardy, Edgerton. Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. the one with Channing Tatum? Fight. He's, he's in an MMA one, too. Is think, he? Isn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if that one would be Regardless. as good. Yeah. Warriors. Probably not. Yeah. It was Fight Up too. <laughs> yeah. The cage, cage of New York. <laughs> fight Up to the Streets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Warrior is actually a really good movie, though. Yeah, also. I've heard it's excellent. It's directed by the same guy who made Miracle, uh, the hockey movie about I like that 1980. Movie. Yeah, which, yeah. With uh, Kurt Russell? Yeah. yeah. And it's very, like, cliche in all of its characterizations and motiva- motivations and everything, but uh, still a super, super uh, entertaining film. And yeah. Tom Hardy bulked up huge for that one yeah. like he's fucking jacked crazy so ladies if you're listening you want to ogle tom hardy warrior who does film to check out uh but speaking of smackdowns we will go from the ufc to the nba where robin lopez continued his tour robin of lopez. mascot assaults this time with a stop in sacramento where he took on slampson the lion great name the, yeah the mascot of the sacramento five, five round bout it might be his best work yet, honestly, uh, in that uh, Slampson came out, tried to make peace with him originally. Uh, like, they shook hands. They, they, it was a photo opportunity. And then before the photo was taken, Slampson, like, snuck around and changed his shirt from a Sacramento Kings jersey to an I'm with stupid t-shirt. At which point, and after the photo... And there was photo, an arrow pointing at Robin Yeah, Lopez. meaning yes. like Robin Lopez was, was stupid. stupid yeah. Yeah. After the photo was taken, Lopez recognized the change had been made. And uh, just went off. And they jerseyed him, ripped the shirt off. Yeah, ripped the shirt off, pushed him to the ground. He got back up. He pushed him back down again. So uh, his his uh, mascot destruction tour continues. Is he 4-0, 5-0 now? Uh, this season, anyways. Yeah. Yes, because I've been told that apparently this is a, a long-running yeah, it's an ongoing gimmick thing. that yeah. Robin Lopez has been doing I don't think it's a years. gimmick. I think he seriously detests mascots. <laughs> and the yeah, mascots love what, it. I think what it was was he was probably with uh, a lady. And she cheated on him with a furry. <laughs> and now he is like... Has a huge I'd like to see got, Robin Lopez he got, let loose on a furry convention. I would love Are that. Are you saying that a mascot made Robin Lopez the crying man? Yes, I'm saying Robin <laughs> Lopez was cucked by uh, Buck. <laughs> Bango. <laughs> yeah, Bango the Buck. That was why he got real vicious with Bango. It's like, this is too fresh for me. I just thought we should check in on our official player Absolutely. of the NBA. Of course, yeah, of course. Yep. I and agree. We came very close to uh, taking credit for the Golden State Warriors' first loss last week when it yeah. looked like the Boston Celtics were going to hand it to them because we, of course, had uh, given uh, Boston Celtics GM Danny Ainge our clip of the week yes. last week. So the RGS bump nearly, nearly. thumped the Warriors. So close. In the end, it's the Bucks that give them their first loss yeah, yeah. just a week after we talked about Bango on the show. And so oh, it's still technically the Bucks, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So technically, if we just keep talking for long enough about enough things, we can take credit for literally everything. And we will. Absolutely. Uh, going from the NBA now to the NFL, which will be the home of our clip of the week in just a moment, but there was an even better clip almost that we couldn't find audio for. Steve Smith. 
Oh, yeah. NFL player Steve Smith with I, – I really, really wish there – like I wish there was audio for this and then it was the Michael Bennett quote. Um, where he talked about uh, JFK being a sad. He blamed Matthew Stafford. Michael Bennett had another great quote this week. He did, actually. He did. Uh, You sent it to us, I believe. But there's no audio for that either. No, this is the problem. All these NFL guys keep dropping unbelievable quotes. With no audio. But anyway, Steve Smith was at a uh, a Christmas charity event for the Ravens, and uh, someone asked him about Santa Claus. uh, And he said, uh, you come down my chimney in the middle of the night, that's going to be your last delivery. So... Steve Smith, at a a Christmas charity event, threatened to murder Santa Claus. (laughs) Putting Santa Claus on the enemies list. Yeah. Nice. Or maybe maybe he was saying it's his last delivery. Come in, have some milk and cookies. You're just going to chill. You know, maybe that's what he was saying. I think it was probably the murder. He wants to rob Lopez him. Yeah, I think so too. This was the uh, Michael Bennett quote this week. Question. Oh, great quote. When you guys were struggling earlier in the season, did you know you would get back to this level of play? This is the Seattle Seahawks that we're referring to. Yes. Bennett. Nah, we thought we were going to lose the rest of our games. My confidence was so low. Sometimes I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> I love that. I just wish more players would, would uh, be super sarcastic yeah, with their and responses. Mean. And yeah. Mean, yeah. Though maybe he was being serious. I mean, I've been in situations with uh, you know certain BCHL teams where that's not far from the truth. So. Really? You couldn't look yourself in the mirror? I mean, I could. Right, but the team couldn't. Maybe the team couldn't. Yeah, right. Or at least the owner and coach. Yeah. Do, do they have the mirrors best. there? Uh, they can't afford them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the mirrors are all gone. Uh, while we're checking in on official players, though, Jeannie Bouchard is going to be on Ballers season two. Yeah, she is. All right. So look forward to that. Well, that might be Jeannie a future, and the Rock. A future clip of the week. This oh, was hell also. Yeah. A, uh, a quote that we, I guess, we could find video of, but I'll just read it instead. Louis Scola of the Toronto Raptors. Oh, yeah, this is great, too. Speaking on the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, that's right. They're eventually going to win. They're going to ruin somebody's life. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, so they mean. Beat, well, they beat Kobe, so I don't know if they, I don't think they ruined Kobe's life, but they did beat the Lakers. This I mean, year. that's I how that's bad only Kobe is, still. though. Yeah, it's yeah. just the Lakers. Uh, but our clip of the week actually comes from the NFL where A.J. McCarron has oh, baby. taken over starter duties for uh, the injured Carson Palmer. No, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, rather. I saw. I was like, I could see you thinking of the player, and I was like, don't say Carson Palmer. It's, yeah. And I, I didn't catch you in time. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. That feels oh, I failed you there. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I know that Andy Dalton is the no, I know. back there, too. We talked about him a few weeks we did. ago. Him we versus J.J. Watt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think of who their boring white guy quarterback <laughs> is. They have the several. first name that came to me was Carson Palmer. They yes, several boring white their quarterbacks. current white guy boring quarterback is A.J. McCarron, who at least spiced things up again by comparing himself to a man he often compares himself to. And we will hear some of that right now in the clip of the week. No, I mean, you got to embrace it. I, I love it. Um, I mean, you got to love pressured moments. Uh, that's what makes you great. It's when the great ones uh, really shine and, um, you know, uh, I guess Tom Brady was in the same situation uh, when he had the opportunity. So uh, I got to make the most of it, do my job uh, each week, know we have a unbelievable defense and uh you know don't turn the ball over and uh, we have a chance to win so obviously when he is comparing himself to the greatest quarterback of all time 
and uh, you know, talking about how he loves the pressure situations and stepping up. He is obviously talking about a situation where he came into the game and overwhelmingly won the game for his team. Correct? Right. Um, yeah, that's what I was. Not the case, actually. <laughs> he, threw, he threw two touchdowns and two interceptions, and one of the touchdowns was like sixty yards after the catch by AJ Green. Yes. Yeah. And the Bengals went on to lose <laughs> against the Steelers. So, but in this analogy. Uh, AJ McCarron thinks Andy Dalton is like Drew Bledsoe. So he's basically saying to Andy Dalton, I'm going to take your job. Yeah, he's trying to cuck Andy Dalton. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to make Andy Dalton well, Andy a Dalton, crying man. Andy Dalton kind of does look like a crying he man. He does look like he a crying man. He broke his thumb. I in mean, a big way. That's yeah. kind of a crying man. I mean, man, he I was think. crying about being called a Red Rider BB. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he also. Like J.J. Watt already made him the crying man. Yeah, I mean, if A.J. McCarron fucks his wife, then. A.J. McCarron <laughs> is going to cement his crying man status. Yeah, yeah I like it. <laughs> AJ McCarron also sounds way more like either a professional golfer or professional bowler than I'd say bowler player. for sure. Yeah. PBA just by name or the way no no by name by name for sure yeah, and kind of the way he was talking yeah too. A, yeah that too yeah He's He's like, I uh, I love pressure moments yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it sounds like you do a uh, real tough moment uh, you know uh, those seven tens are real tough when you leave <laughs> them up there but. Uh, you know, this is what we're all about. You know, I think this is exactly how Pete Weber Jr. got his start. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> nice throwback. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they lost by 13 points, 33-20. To one end. of their big rivals, To too. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh. So, uh, you know, just keep comparing yourself to, uh, you know, one of the best there is in the game. And at least draw some attention away from him saying that he supports Donald Trump in everything he does because he's a, a big fan. He's a good, close friend. Friend, And yeah. I support, and I support my friends. Yeah. yeah. It's, always, uh, it's always good. So it's tough to say who said a dumber thing this week, A.J. McCarron or Tom Brady himself. Well, it hasn't been a great week for white former backup quarterbacks. <laughs> well, we will go from the clip of the week and pass right over the Taffer tracker this week. Nothing, yep. nothing happened. Nothing Taffer doing on that front. Yeah, unfortunately. And go right in to the Twitter mailbag. It's letter time. It's letter time. Twitter time. It's, it's, it's time. What am I reading? You've got mail. What am I reading? Next question. Stefan, anything good in the mailbag this week? Uh, actually, no. Surprise? No, that's no. my line. Uh, Sorry. Irish Dinosaur asks oh, here we go. Uh, which Olympic event would be most improved by increasing gravity and which by decreasing it? I think uh, I think javelin would be good in low gravity. Just make it go super far well, and I think, like stab somebody in the yeah. face. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, like I think if you were going to decrease the gravity in javelin, there would have to be a crowd of people that run away. Like you do like you would do the hundred meter dash at the same time. Yeah, that would make sense. And try to hit them with yeah. the javelin. I think anything jumping, right? Yeah. Like ski jump would be un- they would never come down. No. You just have a bunch of fins floating just around. Like floating around yeah. in, in the atmosphere. Yeah. I think we've uh, talked about playing in the atmosphere. We've talked about what song is that? Drops of Jupiter? Before. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Train. <laughs> yeah. She's Classic got train. Down in the yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about biathlon? Uh, Increasing or decreasing? What would work better there? Ooh. Well, uh, neither. 
Yeah, I guess it's kind of a boring Cause, sport. Cause, like, yeah, because like, if you decreased it, you'd just ski slower. It's kind of a bad sign if your sport doesn't get improved either way. <laughs> yeah, it really wouldn't, actually. Yeah, Because you just worse. ski slower, so it'd get worse. Yeah. And then increased gravity would be like the same, yeah. basically. Yeah, uh, we, got one. we got one here from at Swamp Dweller, Danny Dilbert Enjoyer, who writes, which athletes do you think email their teammates' wives? Email their teammates' wives? Ryan Kessler. Ryan Kessler. Yeah. Does Kessler use email? Yeah, that's all he uses. He doesn't know how to text. Well, he's got multiple cell phones, right? Or is that BXA? Oh, that's, no, it is, uh, it's both of them, I both think. Both of them. Yeah. Multiple, why? This uh, was uh, <laughs> this was revealed on their Between Two Zambonis right. talk show. Okay, yeah. And then the show was taken down and edited significantly and then put back up. And that little tidbit about them both having multiple cell phones. Surprisingly, was yeah. Oh, it was not in there. Yeah. Because it's really only cock. Like, it's only cuckers and drug dealers <laughs> yeah. that have two cell phones, basically. And so what was their reasoning in the video? That They, they just laughed to? about it. They didn't uh, really give it. They're yeah. just like, you know. You know what You know, it's uh, two cell phones. You know what that's about. And <laughs> oh, okay. Like, yeah, like, Kessler's wife must be, like, they must have an open relationship. Like, it's got to be, she's got to know what's going down. I'm sure she yeah, does. Yeah, she has to. Yeah. She, she probably Kessler, hates going to Moxie's. <laughs> <laughs> or the Roxy. Yeah. Or anything that ends in Oxy. <laughs> And when their house is broken, she f- doesn't want them to ever epoxy it. <laughs> that was a bit of a stretch, well, I think. I just <laughs> said anything that ends in oxy. Donor yeah. to the show, Jessica Lee at Kentucky Daria writes in, which U.S. presidential candidate would be the most successful GM? Oh, I thought, the, I, thought I was hearing the other way around. I was hearing which GM would be the most successful. Well, I think Ben Carson would probably do a decent job as the general manager of the Vancouver Canucks because he just fucking lies about everything, which would be par for the course with what we're dealing with now. I think Donald Trump would actually make a good team president. Yeah? Not a GM necessarily, but if he's like a figurehead. Oh, if he was the, if he was the president of like the New England Patriots, yeah. they would be the greatest heel yeah. team in all I think sports. Ben, ben Carson would be good for a few stupid quotes. Chris Christie, too. Both would be great. Chris Christie's like a sports fan, too, which yeah. you don't necessarily want as your yeah. GM. But, uh, yeah, ben Carson would be hilarious. I feel like Chris Christie and Rex Ryan would be like a great yeah. <laughs> tandem. That's true. Together. My favorite Chris Christie thing is how he absolutely loves Bruce Springsteen. And Bruce Springsteen has released multiple statements saying how much he hates Chris Christie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always solid. Uh, well, Yerky21 okay. has well, he had a couple this week. I've got one of them right here. Uh, which athletes' names sound like they should be a curse word? Sounds like they should be a curse well, tug word. word. Ron Tugnut. Yeah, Tugnut. Yeah, for I sure. guess so. Ooh. I, th- I always thought Sergey Gonchar sounded a Gonchar? like an STD. Just a Gonchar. Like, oh, yeah. stop being such a Gonchar. Fuck, I got a bad case of Gonchar right now. Yeah. <laughs> it does kind of sound like it's a combination of the words gaunch and char. <laughs> so, like, your dick on fire. <laughs> So that does really... Yeah, that's what I always thought. Yeah, it makes like, sense. Well, there was uh, that athlete, uh, was it the basketball player in Manitoba? His last name was Fuck. Remember that? Yeah, we talked, we about, talked that. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, that's kind of cheating, I guess. But. Yeah, that's kind of cheating. Wild um, weekend, man. I came down with a brutal case of gunshot. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, I, yeah, that one's pretty good. Um, I would... It needs like an E... Like, it needs to be like Goncharia. I guess so. It's like an IA on It's the not other. like Casparitis. Well, what about Dick... Oh, Dick, Casparitis Dick, Dick Buttkiss. Yeah, Dick... Well, that's more like an act than a... I guess so. It's not really a curse word. It's not really a curse well, word. Well, Buttkiss kind of sounds like Ditka a bit of a... Ditka does kind of sound Ditka like a curse word. Ditka does too, though. yeah. Well, you Ditka. Could, yeah, you could say that if you farted. You could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like if you fart by accident. Yeah. Oh, I just Ditka'd. Pay ka. 
That sounds like a Actually, that kind of does too. Pika! That's a good question from Yerky, as <laughs> that usual. That sounds like a Mandarin swear word. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just be more offensive. Chuck Smith at Chuck's Ahoy writes in, If you were a guest on Jeremy Roenick's new podcast, what would you want to talk about? Oh, that empty net goal he scored. Or no, not the empty net goal, the, his 500th goal, the one that bounced off the uh, partition and went between, uh, who was it? Because I think he was playing with San Jose when he scored it. Yeah. And it was. It, it was the ugliest 500th goal of all time. Yeah. Because it bounced off right, the off glass. the stanchion. And the then... stanchion. And then kind of just rolled between the guy's legs. Who was in net for Phoenix? It was someone bad. Uh, oh, it was against Phoenix? It was against... So it was I probably, think it was against um, Phoenix. Sean Burke. It might... Uh, could have been Burke or it could have been... Um, oh, man. Guessing former Coyotes goalies. This is Boucher. Tough. Oh, yeah. Brian Boucher. Nice. Oh, Jocelyn Tebow was there for a while, too, I think. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the goal, if you haven't seen it, it's hilarious. It's yeah. such a bad goal. Um, oh, was, um, no, Chuck Manick wasn't there, was he? No, I don't think so. He went from uh, Philly to L.A. and then That's out right. of the league. Roman Chuck Manick. Yeah, yeah, what a guy. <laughs> uh, I would probably talk to Jr. about uh, the time that I saw him on Granville Street during the Olympics and really wanted to talk to him, but didn't because I'm too polite to bother someone like that. <laughs> oh, you know, it was. I, I thought it was. It's Alex Ald. He was in net. I oh, forgot he played for Phoenix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Ald. Yeah, okay. that makes yeah. sense. Cool. I wanted to say Ald, but uh, yeah, there you go. Anyway, that's what I would ask him about because, like I said, if you haven't seen it, just type in Jeremy Roenick, 500th goal. It's really funny. Nice. I would ask him about drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the show, Mitch Pollock, writes in, who's the better small hero, Johnny Hockey or Tiny Tim? Ant-Man. Uh, yeah. That wasn't an option. Uh, Ant-Man is the finest choice. Is Tiny Tim really a hero? I mean, he's just injured. Are we, are we talking like about crippled Tiny Tim and Happy? Are we talking about Tiny Tim from A Christmas Carol, or are we talking about uh, this Tiny he Tim? Uh, whatever he did to this song... Oh, it's not that time, Tim. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's, he's not a hero. No, I think we're talking about Dickens' time. I think we are. <laughs> and I think they're both about the same level of wimpiness, to be honest with you. It's gotta be Johnny Hockey. Yeah, I, like yeah, I, like, I would say so. I like Goudreau. But Johnny Hockey versus Ant-Man, I'm taking Ant-Man 100%. Well, yeah. Yeah, Ant-Man could, like, kill him. Yeah, exactly. And would. <laughs> he's, a, he's allowed to do that. He's yeah. like a hero. He would. He'd go down inside his bloodstream and just beat the shit out of him. Or no, you go inside and then you expand. <laughs> you just pop him. <laughs> Why didn't he do that in the movie? I don't know. At any point. Yeah, that would have been dope. They're saving like it for the alien sequel. situation yeah, exactly. where he comes just out burst out of Somebody's chest. body just explodes. Well, I guess you might also get, like, suffocated if you were doing that, too. Because you'd have to have, like, the strength to like burst through them because if you were slightly smaller right. than them too you just end up trapped inside them yeah it'd be a good shootout move yeah like explode your whole body the goalie would surely be distracted <laughs> yeah you could just poke the puck in yeah the or if you were yeah if you shrunk down just grab the puck and throw it in or that too, no one's yeah. gonna call you on that like that that was one of my favorite shootout goals ever when the russian guy uh tied the puck to uh his stick with fishing line Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh man, it's awesome. We'll watch it after the show. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was in the KHL All Star Game, and so he had he had secretly uh, tied his his uh, tied the puck to his stick with like a thin piece of. I was probably fishing line, maybe. I don't think dental floss would have held up. And so he went and he basically like looked like he was shooting it and it went off to the side. And then the goalie went all the way off to the side with the puck, and then he just like pulled it back <laughs> to his stick and shot it in. It was awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything there, Stefan, or should I keep going? I think here? you should keep going. I'm, I'm looking through. And All was, right. Uh, Friend of the show, Ryan Lambert at Two Line Pass. Are you surprised Jim Benning didn't trade for Rob Scuderi? 
Uh, yeah, I am actually. <laughs> Very much. Uh, so. I think if he knew he was available, Scuderi would be a Canuck. Spies right is out, right? Yeah, so we need another. Yeah. So yeah. many defensive injuries at the moment. Uh, but yeah. the, the best thing about that Scuderi trade is a Chicago Blackhawks scout was asked about it uh, by I think a Pittsburgh media guy, and uh, his response was uh, so that he asked why did you make the Scuderi trade, and the scout's response was, and I quote. I really don't know, <laughs> which you really want to hear that from your, your scouts when yeah. you trade for a guy. Yeah, hopefully that's an amateur scout and not a pro scout. Uh, yeah. Probably not. Yeah, because Scuderia is like the spees of, well, I was going to say of Pittsburgh, but of Chicago now. So, yeah. and, uh, well, and they paired him with Michael Roosevelt. Too, yeah, except big also sausage Scuderia. Yeah. He's even older and slower and useless, basically. Yeah, because yeah, Roosevelt's not horrible. I, from all the Chicago fans I follow on Twitter, they seem to, he's oh, like really? the boy. Yeah. I thought he wasn't too bad. So he is their Spiza. So now they have two and, and they, But didn't he like, together. he broke his leg really bad, didn't I he? I think yeah. so, but before that even, he wasn't yeah, that yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we're all very surprised. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, no content, just RTs writes in, which will happen in the NHL first? Spengler Cup style jerseys or teams with a company name instead of a city location? Probably the first one, Spengler yeah, Cup. the jerseys, NASCAR but, jerseys. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think of a league. I guess it's the New York Red Bulls. Yeah, but there's not really but a it's league. It's not like that the Red that. Bull Bulls, right? It's still New York. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't. I can't think of a league where where it replaces the city name, the yeah. company, like the Fresh Slice Canucks. Yeah, oh, like God. I, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Sitchin, and he asks, "Why does my dad always tell me I'm a disappointment?" Because you are. You well, let's see what's what's his profile about here. It's an average dog, and he has two dogs, and uh, they're pretty cute dogs. Actually, it's probably because he only has four hundred and seventy-eight followers. Oh, uh, but the dogs are I'm really surprised. We even answered the question. The dogs are really blurry. <laughs> yeah, like the the quality of the picture is not great. Yeah, so that might be probably right. has yeah. a lot to do with yeah, it. Yeah. I want to see some dogs, son. Yeah, boy. Uh, this comes from friend of the show, Yerky21, occasional intern. Well, one-time intern. If more sports teams took the Buffalo Bills approach this to question team is naming, so hard. that is, nicknames that are nonsensical unless they are paired with the geographic name, what gems might be out there? And then, in classic Yerky fashion, he answers his own question by saying, the Milwaukee Talkies, Minnesota Fats, the Boston Cream Pies. But he did cream pies all one word, which is like a yeah. different thing. Than they <laughs> way different. And then yeah. he also made a joke about it after that was inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, to me, Minnesota fats is as good as it gets. I don't know. We're what. not topping that. He's already yeah. topped yeah. That's what, And yeah. I told him that. I tweeted him that. I was like, well, let us answer the question. If you're going to come up with the best answer already. <laughs> the Milwaukee Talkies is pretty fucking great. Milwaukee though. Talkies is great as well. I like that also. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else would. Uh... Like, this is the thing I need like a lot more. Time. I would have said Minnesota Fats for the record. That's yeah. what I was going to say, and then he wrote it down. Yeah, I would have and said then I read it, and I was like, oh, well, I was going to say yeah. that. So. I can't really think yeah. of anything else. Boston Cream Pies. <laughs> it's disgusting. Good. It's but, disgusting, uh, yeah, for sure. But kind of like in the spirit of the organization, if we're talking about the Bruins, or yeah. actually any of the organizations in Boston. I'm not a fan of any of them. Well, I don't mind well, the Well, you know what would be a good one would be the Nanaimo Bars. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I would like the Nanaimo like Bars. Like the Brooklyn Nine-Nines. Yeah. Well, that's okay, too. Yeah. I like the Nanaimo bars. Nanaimo bars is great. Although, I, the idea of a pro team well, being in, in Nanaimo Well, I guess instead of the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like my, my like entrepreneurial dream is to have enough money that I can open a bar in Nanaimo called Nanaimo Bar. I'm, there's got to be, gotta one. be one like that already, though. Yeah. yeah. Right? And that's your dream? You should aim yeah. bigger. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, what about uh, the Macon Whoopie? That's a real yeah, that's team. really good, And that too. is basically, yeah. The Wheeling Nailers. There's also the Montgomery Biscuits. 
that's not named after a thing. No, just, yeah. That's another food. Like yeah. the Nimo bars, Montgomery biscuits. I like, yeah. Um, man, there's, Oh, the Chattanooga choo choos would be pretty, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty, that's pretty solid. good. Well, I think the uh, the best example is maybe the Albuquerque Isotopes, who took their name yeah. from like a, a Simpsons from the Simpsons. Episode. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> the Daytona Five Hundred. I am the mayor yeah. of Albuquerque. That's a scene that apparently got cut from rerun episodes because the mayor of Albuquerque legitimately complained. Because it doesn't sound exactly like him, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. He's like a, painted out to be a. That's the best part of that episode. <laughs> maniac. Yeah, it's great. It's like wonderful. That. Very disappointing. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll have like a better. I'm sure people could write in with things that they can think of that are better because yeah. we also don't know. Like, there's probably like some local small de- de- yeah, delicacies exactly. and yeah. Know. There's got to be some solid yeah. uh, things like like an Edmonton like, like pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Edmonton pile of shit. This would be the Edmonton malls. An Edmonton dumpster fire. <laughs> Which is not far from what the Oilers really are at the moment. Um, we, that's we can't really not talk even though. remotely yeah. true. The <laughs> Oilers are like what f- six and one in their last seven, and yeah, they're, they're like second, the hottest they're team s- in hockey right Second now. in your own division. <laughs> well. But yeah, you're good. Good hosting. <laughs> I'm talking about and McDavid's hurt. Over Just wait till he comes back. Over the years. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You're uh, not wrong. Marlon Phillips, that Marlon the man, writes in. Would you let Gary Bettman date your mom? Well, my mom's married. Yeah, so. so is mine. Yeah, so is mine. So probably not. Yeah. But like if she was on the market, maybe. Well, yeah, why so the he, hell he's not? like a rich, successful <laughs> guy who runs a hockey league. Yeah. You'd get into NHL every get, NHL game yeah. for free. You'd yeah. meet all of the players. It yeah, would be the best. For sure. So it yeah. cut my career big time, probably too. 100%. Oh, yeah. You'd get a job instantly. You'd be the play-by-play voice of the Nashville Predators in no time. <laughs> Uh, Blimpy Boy writes in at early oh, 90s. We pants. haven't heard from Blimpy Boy in a while. Do you think Roman Reigns is ready? Oh God, I don't. I can't answer this because I don't watch. Yeah, you need, to, you need to answer it. You have to be first. Uh, yes, he's ready. Well, you're right. He is ready. Oh, I agree. Yes. Too. Okay. Uh, and we said like a you guys month are just and a half ago. Me, by the way, <laughs> you're just copying me. Yeah, exactly. We said a month and a half ago that he wasn't ready. That's like a weird brag where I'm like, yeah, because like I don't know about wrestling. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, I, I have to copy you. I, no, I mean, like, it's a weird brag for me oh, okay. to be like, because you're like, oh, oh, you're just copying me. Yeah, and then yeah. I have to be like, as if I would copy you. Like, I know <laughs> enough about wrestling. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird, like, that's a weird thing to be bragging about. Uh, but they just don't have any other choices right now. Agreed. Like, like, they put the title on him on Monday Night Raw this past week, which was a pretty decent Raw overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got widely uh, over, uh, you know, praised because it was not awful. Yeah, it wasn't horrendous. Like yeah. most Raws have been of late since Seth went down with an injury, and probably even before that, too. Though I had a good time at the one we went to. I had a great time at the one we went to. It's in know. Seattle in February, but it's during the men's curling provincials. But Brock Lesnar's already scheduled for an appearance. Really? Yeah. Shit. So you got to get down there, son. I guess so. I was going to say I'll buy the tickets this time because I still owe you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You do still owe me. That's uh, but yeah, he, he is ready. They have no other choice. And, and the show has just been in a holding pattern for so long trying to stall him having the title. Just give it to him. What are you waiting for at this point? And that's yep. what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Mackay writes in, would you sleep yes. with your first cousin? No, man, I picked the wrong this. time to go with that. If it meant trading Spiza. No. Second cousin? Third? What's acceptable? Oh, well, what's what's legal? <laughs> <laughs> cousin, legal marriage, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 
idea that that's going to save in your. This is Google the Shelbyville Chrome. conundrum, basically. Yeah. Um. Well, in the states, you can marry your second cousin. And see, I always forget what's the difference between like a second cousin and like a cousin once removed. It's like your cousin's cousin. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. And I think once removed is like your cousin's kid. Is that how that uh, works? Because I always, I always yes. mix this up. Not I that you. Yeah. But uh, cousin, cousin. But we love Spisa on yeah. the show, so we cousin once keep removed him. is your cousin's child. Right. And because they're still your first cousin, but, but they're once, once removed, removed, so they're yeah. But uh, yeah, your second cousin, I'm pretty sure, is your cousin's cousin. I think uh, no person shall marry another person. This is the marriage act uh, of Canada. No person shall marry another person if they are related lineally or as brother or sister or half brother or half sister, including by adoption, um, including by adoption. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, it doesn't say cousin. Uh, yeah. Second cousin. Sure. You do it. Second cousin. I guess to, technically to this is our Lucas piece of would do of the week. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a would do. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to play the song this week. I'm scratching so hard. It's just too beautiful of a song for what's happening. Maybe it's not. Like, there's definitely offers. It's a little late to play the song, too, because. I just said I would have sex with my second cousin. I already said you would do it. To get Spies off the team. I don't know if you've even met my second cousin. I'm trying to think. Cousin's cousin. Well, no, cousin's cousin is me. Oh, I'd have sex with myself. What, what, are you t- what are you talking about, your cousin? Well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, this is the name of the episode this week, My Cousin's Cousin. Yeah. My uh, Cousin Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> Which, speaking of, you sent me uh, like a photo today. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being like, this is really fucking weird. I'm like, weird. this is really funny. So I'm driving on the highway and I see a real estate sign. And one of the names on the sign is Stefan Morissette. I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's like a combination of Stefan and Justin's names. And then Justin's just like, totally no sells it. He's like, yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, we've been doing a podcast for like six months and it's somehow never come up that your cousin has the same name as Stefan. I honestly like didn't even, when you sent the photo, I was like, oh, I don't even get what's funny about that <laughs> oh yeah his name is also <laughs> Stefan <laughs> we're, that's uh, my cousin stu- we're what? stupid like we're we're dumb I we think. are we're actually dumb. really we dumb barely yeah. dumb pj turcott asks backstreet boys or nsync okay first of all we definitely won like this should be our 100th episode or something is like we actually try and find Stefan's <laughs> <laughs> and just see just see what it's about. Call him or her up and get her to make all of her NFL picks for the coming weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Second cousin Sal. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, Backstreet Boys for me. Although I like Justin Timberlake the best out of any of the ten. Yeah, I would yeah, say Backstreet Boys. I gotta too. go NSYNC. Wow, just really? for, just on the strength of Timberlake alone. Yeah, but I that's your, his solo career doesn't count. Even still. Really? Yeah. Because NSYNC really didn't have that many good... Like, Backstreet Boys, some some of their songs still hold up. Whereas to me... I like, Want It That Way? Yeah. Amazing. One of yeah. the best pop songs of all time. Great song if you, like, want it a certain way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I can't think of a better choice. Yeah. To listen to. I play it every time I go into Subway. Yeah. I'm like, spinach, cucumbers, mustard, honey mustard. And they're like, is that it? And I'm like, yeah. Because I want it that way. Or is it Harvey's is where you can have it your way at Harvey's? Uh, Harvey's way. makes your hamburger a beautiful, a beautiful thing. thing. Well, that's the old one. Oh, what's the I'm new one? I'm pretty sure it's you can have it your way. I just sang Harvey's. on the show. I lo- it was, it was I, he a, totally did. It was the Harvey's theme song. Too. What a moment. Oh. 
Classic. We'll live forever. Um, three more questions here, and then we'll wrap three up. Three more. Oh, Jesus my God. I thought you were going to say this one. This is the longest episode Chris of Allman. all time. Chris Allman writes in, which sport would benefit most from a gorilla being airdropped into the game during the final minute of regulation? Would benefit most yes. or like would be most entertaining? Uh, MMA. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Team up against it. Yeah. yeah. If you make it to the final minute of the final round, we're going to airdrop Well, but also, he, he didn't imply that there was like a parachute. It could just be a dead gorilla just landing <laughs> on That's it. also <laughs> true, yeah. It's like an extra obstacle. It's like Operation Dumbo Drop, but they used yeah. a parachute in that. That's a classic True. movie nice. right there. Yeah. yeah, Danny Glover? Yeah. Yeah, nice. I'm going to stick I think, with... Uh, um, yeah, because MMA, because the, the fights are five rounds now, mm-hmm. so it's 25. It's like a way <laughs> of like pressuring the fighters. Like, listen, if you make it to the 24th minute and one of you hasn't solved the fight yet, we're fucking dropping a gorilla in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to stick with wrestling. I feel like it would be amazing if... During the final minute of the main event of WrestleMania, a gorilla ran in with the money in the bank briefcase. That'd be pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the gorilla is cashing in. Yeah, I like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, gorilla Monsoon? Maybe. Well done. Thank you. Mac Wilkie writes in, which athlete would get the most mad about getting voted into the All-Star game as a joke? And we have not talked about the Vote for John that's Scott true. campaign. That's mostly been spearheaded by donor to the show. Uh, Mike Fail, though he, not entirely. People have jumped on board. Mike is a very passionate John Scott supporter. Which little- is, I hate John Scott. Like, to me, this is just, and he has made me like him because he's been very magnanimous about this whole yeah, thing, yeah. and I don't like it. You hate him because of want- the whole uh, yeah, Kessel thing? Of course. Yeah. I wish it was Spiza. But that was getting. I think votes. he would have a good sense of humor. But about I feel it. like yeah, he would for sure. I think. But I feel like the Canucks can't get that magical campaign to happen for them twice. No, you know who would hate it would be Prust. He takes himself really seriously. Yeah, Prust would really hate it. Yeah. Um, who else? As a jo- oh, Mike Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be really. I mean, he's already got a huge chip on his shoulder because he's banging Carrie Underwood or well, married, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Who else would be real? There's got to be a goalie, like a backup goalie that would be just absolutely destroyed. Ray Emery. Yo, man. Uh, I'd probably love it. I could see Emery being into it. He'd have a great time. Yeah. He's a pretty fun guy. Yeah, I think he's a pretty decent guy. There's got to be someone that's just... Oh, Ryan Miller. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But he wouldn't think it was a joke. He'd be like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I am that good. Yeah. Ryan Miller. (laughs) Yeah. It's my Ryan Miller impression. It was solid. I liked it, yeah. And the final question of this week's ma- mailbag comes to us from At Whole Grania, friend of the show, who writes, All of you redraw this picture and then post them. And she has posted a Christmas drawing of Chris Tanev dressed as Johnny Canuck. So Christmas Tanev. After we are done here today, we are going to get out a pen and a paper and all three of us are going to try and recreate oh, this. I'm gonna have a few beers first, I think. And yeah, that, yeah, we'll do it at my place. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, sorry, I feel like a real idiot. Um, Chris Tainv, I apologize. So yeah, yeah, I can't believe Tainv. I said it wrong. Yeah. So it's... look forward to those drawings on our Twitter account coming up soon. And I think we will skip over pool party this week too. Cause, yeah, cause even though we have a new theme, but we'll wait a, a little long. Yeah, we'll save it. It'll be a, yeah. a Christmas gift. Well, Ooh, I will just beautiful. say that um, I didn't make the playoffs in the Luongo one, and I was eliminated in the playoffs in my other league. I was eliminated in the playoffs in my keeper league after going twelve and one in the regular season. I love when that happens. And then I lost to the person who was five and eight. So our overall records on the year. are 12 and 2 and 6 and 8 and he's in the semis and I'm not 
but I made the semis in my other two pools. And go. I'm currently in third in my pick'em pool out of 120. But we will go from there into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, well, I'm going to see Star Wars on Friday, and I'm very excited for that. All right. I think it's as simple as that. It's, it should be a lot of fun, and I'm going to see it at like 11 at night. When did you buy your tickets? Uh, we, a bunch of my friends and I, we all bought them kind of at once. Okay. Uh, or one guy kind of bought them for us. Just so we could kind of all have like a big row together. Like two months ago? Uh, it was the night, yeah, the first night. That's weird that only two of you need like a whole row. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Boom, 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 Well, no, boom, I, I, was, boom, I was sent a, a group message on Facebook being like, hey, I'm buying Star Wars tickets. Do you call it a group message if it's just like one person messaging? Okay, you just, that's the same joke. <laughs> It was at least, I think it's four or five. Anyway, it's a, it's a great, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. I think it'll be fun. I've just got owned. I'm just joking. No, I know. So. Uh, oh, I just got wrecked. I'm going <laughs> to, uh, I'm plugging a book this week. Um, the Reader. I just finished it up. Uh, well, this is even for people who don't like to read. Uh, it's a book called The Rap Yearbook by Shay Serrano. Uh, excellent follow on Twitter as well. If you don't follow him at Shea Serrano, S E R R A N O, just like the pepper. Uh, he is, uh, yeah, he used to write for Grantland, uh, and, uh, he's just, yeah, an excellent writer. He decided to choose, uh, one song from every year, one rap song from every year that he thinks is like the most important rap song of that year. So he starts in 1979, uh, and works his way all the way up to 2014, and uh yeah it's great so every chapter is just one year and it's great for me because i kind of got into rap and hip-hop music just in the last like five years so it's kind of cool to get caught up on the history get caught up on some of the history i mean obviously a lot of the songs i know and and i've heard a bunch in my life and stuff but it's nice to kind of get caught up in the history he's a very funny writer very entertaining the illustrations are awesome he hired this illustrator to do all the pictures of all the rappers and so yeah it's just a really 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 fun book and uh i really enjoyed it so yeah that's that's one for if you're just a music fan maybe not a huge reader it is actually like the size of a yearbook too it's more like a it's more like a coffee table reader almost rather than just like a straight novel if you're against reading or whatever All which right. probably most of our listeners are let's be honest well i am uh, gonna make my choice from uh you know stay in the spirit of the season and recommend something christmassy all right. That I've been watching on Netflix over the last couple nights and very much enjoying. It's a TV series from 2012 uh, out of Australia from the Australian Broadcast Corporation. Called Christmas the, with the Cranks? The other ABC. <laughs> it's called A Moody Christmas, and it's from the uh, writers and creators of uh, the original Review program. Oh, okay. Uh, so Review before Andy Daly. It uh, was an Australian uh, show. Started it on Comedy Central. It was an Australian show uh, called Review with Miles Barlow. The creators of that made a moody Christmas. It's six episodes long, and every episode is a new Christmas. So 12 months pass between every episode, and it just checks in on this uh, family of ne'er-do-wells, basically. And, and their last names are Moody? Uh, yes. 
and their drunken misbehavior, basically. It's Australian, uh, and there's kind of like a, a Trailer Park Boys-y vibe to it a little bit, and also maybe a, a touch of like Curb Your Enthusiasm in just that it, a lot of the humor is like driven out of just pure Awkward. awkwardness. Yeah. Uh, but I've only seen three episodes so far, very much enjoying it, and would recommend for the Christmas season on Netflix, Australian television program called A Moody Christmas. I'm excited for our Christmas special next week. Yeah, I gotta so say. look forward to that next week. We're going to give away some, some year-end awards. That might be for the New Year's show. Yeah, that's the New Year's We can one. just talk about our favorite Christmas, Christmas moments. And, yeah. and Drink some eggnog. And, yeah. yeah, we're not going to talk about sports. Well, maybe marginally. Mostly Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So next week is the Christmas episode, and the week after that, we give out the goodies, our year-end awards. We're still working on that. That's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The realies. The re- well, the Actually, goodies. yeah, I guess or the showies. No, the goodies works. Yeah, the yeah. goodies yeah. is nice. I'm yeah. sorry, Justin. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that apology. Anyways, <laughs> until next week, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is Chris Adam. Our intern is Jessica Sands. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Skittles. Goodies. Ah. <sighs> You just say the food every time. I looked at. I was looking at. Them. I, I know, but I didn't. We cheated last time. I, I know. I was kind of just like going like this. Like uh, you know, notice, I don't I want that. And I, I thought would, real good goodies would have been. Well, I was going to say Christmas, but then I figured we'd probably do something like that yeah, next week. Next and I didn't week, wanna, yeah. yeah. Fuck. So Skittles. we'll get it one of these times. Yeah. Okay. Be- better luck next time. We're ending with that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we are now. My fire, the one desire, believe when I say I want it that way. But we are two worlds apart, can't reach to your heart. Good night.